I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Long time between drinks, but JT's weekend wrap is finally back. I think it's been a month or so. I've been uh, too busy sauntering off around the country doing nothing. Uh, finally got a chance to sit back and watch some rugby league this weekend. Uh, some, well, I was going to say good games, but they weren't. <laughs> there was one good game at the end, but anyway, nonetheless, good super coach scoring as well all round. So I'm not here alone either. Lake, I've got you on the end, mate. How are you? Welcome to the pod. Oh, thank you, Justin. Yeah, great to be on tonight. Thank you. Yeah, I threw it out there. I said anyone who leaves us a kind enough review, a bit of banter, whatever it might be on the Apple uh, reviews there would get a go on the the Sunday wrap. So I've I've stuck to the word. So good to have you on, mate. Thank you very much. Did you watch much of the games this round? How did you find it? Obviously, all the talk is this whole sin binning and high tackle business that's going on. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. The new uh, rule change uh, change that... um, Peter Valandis and the commissioner brought in, but um, speaking to a couple of close mates of mine over the weekend, um, they're in favour of it just due to the concussions and what can happen later in life, um, mm. potentially with c- concussion and what the NFL have been um, uh, witnessing and, and seeing. So, yeah, it's a big change to the game and it has a lot of people offside, but I think players' uh, welfare and safety is paramount and um yeah, I think it's a good thing moving forward. Mm. Often we're a pretty short-sighted game, I think. We do a lot of knee-jerk reactions and that kind of thing. But I think the big litmus test for this whole uh, crackdown is going to be Origin in just a couple of weeks. So whether or not we all hear, always hear about all the intensity and just how um, high-octane that sort of thing, that sort of environment is. So if the referees can hold firm and uh, you know keep the, the sin bins coming, I guess we'll know it's, it's here to stay. But no, uh, no, well thought out. I think it's uh, definitely a long-term strategy by the Landis and good to see them sort of doing something. You know, it'll... It'll piss people off and, you know, it was frustrating uh, as a Cowboys fan on Thursday night seeing two of our players in the bin at once. But, you know, don't tackle high and and you won't have a problem. Uh, But we'll leave that to the NRL 360s of the world. And I guess we're here to do the wrap. So we've got a rocker flopper shocker of the week. The trade fail, always love that one. And then we'll do a bit of news, some injuries and obviously suspensions. That's the key uh, key talk coming out of round 11. And then the game by game. But I guess before we get into that, Lake, it's going to be confusing. We're going to call you Lakey at least once tonight, I can guarantee it. Like it. A bit about you, mate. So obviously you listen uh, kindly enough to our podcast. Um, how long have you been playing Supercoach for? Uh, Justin, been playing it since 2014. Uh, uh, for that period of time till basically 2020, um, our mates, uh, we all create a private league and we just play against each other. So uh, this year I decided to um, play for overall and um just to see how I would go and, and do something very different. Um, but I'm still in, in the league with the uh, guys, but um, just more focused on overall. Yeah, right. How are you tracking this year? Uh, 1,134 at the moment. Not bad at all, mate. Almost top 1K. Yeah, yeah, I'm nearly there. So um, I started uh, round one at uh, 39,000 positions. So, yeah, I've... I've Work my way up. So, yeah, hopefully our goal is to get into the top 1,000 and uh, hopefully yeah, I can get there maybe this week and uh, and just hold on essentially. So we'll wait and see. Yeah, interesting. Highest ever finish, mate. Have you been top 1K before? Uh, never. Never? Oh, this could be the first time in, in almost seven years. Wow. Yeah, it could be, yeah. 
Keep turning that volume down when Lakey and I talk, mate, because that's the only way you might get there, <laughs> ignoring <laughs> some of our strategies. Mate, favourite NRL player and team? Uh, favourite NRL player and team? Um, Cowboy supporter? Uh, Obviously. Probably at the moment, uh, like to, uh, when Tommy Turbo's in full flight, uh, I think he's probably the best player in the competition. Um, but in saying that, Nathan Cleary's making a pretty big statement um, how good he is and, yeah, how he's sort of directing the, his Penrith team around and what he does individually is pretty impressive. So probably those two players are um, uh, just excellent to watch. So Certainly some superstars out there. And actually we had a... Um side chat and one of my one of the ones that I'm in and we just talked about before we could be one of the first seasons ever that we have multiple players averaging more than a hundred. Uh, as she said, Cleary and Tommy Turbo would be two of those up the list. Papenhaus and Fafida, like it's a it's a game for massive scoring super coaches these uh, this day and age. Last question, like before we go into the um all the usual stuff, what were you doing Friday night and were the beers worth it missing your trades? Missing out on doing your trades on time for? Uh yeah it was Gave me a few headaches uh, Friday evening and uh, most of Saturday, but uh, in the end, I d- decided to copper copper zero and play. Um, had to play for feeder and get a uh, AE with um, Spencer Lanier playing uh, this afternoon. But I brought in um, Brandon Smith for Harry Grant, yep. and um, I got rid of Tessie New, who'd been sitting on the bench pretty much since he's been. Um, relegated to reserve grade and uh, brought in uh, Nico Hines. So they both went for 100, so it was, wasn't too Dang. Absolutely killing it, mate. So there you go. The Friday beers pay off. And I was going to say, like, seven years of doing Supercoach, I'm probably around the same. And if, you know, you haven't missed at least one per season, those Friday afternoon drinks that maybe go a little later than you thought and miss out on some trades, uh, yeah, you're not Supercoaching right, that's for sure. All right. <laughs> it's been a big, big week in Supercoach scoring. I've just had a bit of a look around. You did mention you might be uh, good for the top 1K, so it sounds like you've had a good week. But just having a quick look around, some of those bigger scores are really pumping up some numbers here. It looks like around 1350 to 1400 might be uh, par for the week. I guess a pretty good score if you've landed there or above. But, geez, this is well before updates as well. I think only three or four games have been updated. So, uh, luckily, with a Tommy Turbo captaincy try right at the end, that's pushed me to about 1430. So, uh, winning five of nine leagues. Lakeo, how about you? Um. I play in two leagues, um, my mate's league or our mate's league. Um, I'm coming second overall, third overall there. And um, nice. as has me um, after the last game, uh, 1467. Beautiful. Yeah. That should absolutely see a top 1K. Hopefully with a bit of like luck on Monday updates or Sunday night, they are these days. Uh, that'll pump you right into the top 1K. Congrats, mate. Good to hear. Oh, yeah, thank you. Let's get into it, Rocker of the Week. Well, it didn't look like it would be a a contest at all after the Sunday afternoon early game here, but Nathan Cleary, 176, I think it goes without saying, again, he is top of the class. So it was basically just a masterclass again. Um, A lot of captaincy love from him, but, yeah, he just looks uh, a class above. And if anything, like, do you reckon he's almost just, uh, robbing a guy like Jerome Luai of points when he's in this kind of form. It's like kind of hurting his uh, his outside men there. Yeah, definitely, um, especially in the last, like, today's game and last week's game in Magic Round. Uh, they don't seem to be going down Lu- uh, Luai's side as much. Um, yeah, so he just seems to be just wanting the ball and yeah, why not give it to him? He scored three tries last week and I think he scored two today is it two or one yeah i think he got over for a couple yeah he's uh mate he's just it yeah he's probably a standout at the moment for the dally m you would you would you would think oh run away unless he gets uh suspended or anything like that but look at that 10 goals four try assists two tries only can conjecture might be that they give some of those to jerome lua i know he was involved in some of the sweeping plays and that kind of thing and even passed the last pass for one of them so who knows what uh monday updates could do but for now nathan cleary i'd say almost undisputed but uh, maybe tommy turbo will have something to say about that and on the other side of the coin the flopper of the week 
Yeah, that uh, that noise says Sam Walker. Geez, you had a shocker, mate. Thirteen, um, and he looked every bit the seventy keg. What is he? Eighteen-year-old halfback. So tough run for him. But geez, did it have to be against the bloody Broncos? Thirteen points. Who saw that coming? Yes, yeah, uh, maybe. Yeah, he's, he was bound to have a couple of um, shockers, uh, Justin. Um, I think he's probably playing a little bit injured as well. Um, uh, mm. You know, a few weeks ago, uh, he hurt his ankle, and you know, he had his AC joint, which was um, which was hurt as well. So I, I don't think he may be fully fit. Um, but yeah, I, I sold him two weeks ago, so I'm glad I, I sort of sort of justified that that sell where everyone was thinking I hold and and make some more cash. Well, he went up, mm. and he went up enough in cash to warrant a sell. So. Pretty big call. I mean, he, he did okay last week against us, obviously, but then, you know, this week he had 133 break even. He's 670 odd K in value. So, I mean, you've you've done well. Who did you trade him to? Uh, Jerome Hughes. Oh, there you go. Oh, a bit untimely, but yeah, he'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> that was, uh, yeah, that was good to hear that on Friday night as well, knowing that he wasn't playing. But anyway, um, Ballyax has said in the press conference last night that. Uh, um, he expects him to um, to be right for, um, I think they play Thursday night or so, mm. five-day turnaround. So hopefully, yeah, he, he gets named. Shocker of the week. A couple of, of them here, and I couldn't split them. Uh, you got Matty Burton, obviously, in today's Penrith uh, you know, rampage, 124 points, hometown boy, good to see, three tries uh, for him in Dubbo. And then you got Ruben Garrick, uh, almost an unsung hero. He kicks goals and also gets fed the ball from Tommy Turbo. Spilled the ball a couple of times over the line, but that's fine, 126 points. So, geez, that's some big, big scores for some um, pretty, un- yeah, well, Unsung heroes, Matt Burton, strength to strength. Is he a chance of a backflip? Poor old doggies. Oh, yeah. Well, they've got they've got a good one there. I hope he doesn't black, backflip on on uh, his contract. Um, yeah, he just looks an absolute gun. Uh, so yeah, hopefully he um, he stays true and, and plays for the doggies because they need as much help as they can. Trade fail, Louis. Can you believe that people traded out Nathan Cleary this week after literally the highest ever score in Supercoach? People did it. Yeah, yeah and that's unbelievable. <laughs> let's let's have a look at some of the, the trade-outs here. But you've got um, RTS being one, uh, shoved to the wing. It's still got 90, so that's not too bad. Brandon Smith, not too bad, as you said, 100, 100 for you. Cody Nicarima, well, now we're getting into some interesting ones. Not great. Uh, Taumalolo. Geez, that would have uh, that would have stung early game in the round, and he got Sinbin, so not ideal for him. Sam Walker, that will absolutely sink. So there's just like I don't know why he's in. He's yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> what are people doing? He's got a negative break even. He's in the great you know the eleven straight now for for Penrith. Like ticking every box. Save the trade for Origin if you need to. Gee <laughs> whiz, I, uh, I I cannot quite get my head around that one. Can you? No, I can't fathom how you could. Do- how you could do that and um yeah i'd say the friday night drinks might have gotten to some people there that's uh that's very wild all right let's get into some injuries and suspension news Doing this pretty fresh off the Sunday game, literally, I think, five minutes after Tommy Turbo strolled over the line in the 80th. But the injury list is not that bad. So, obviously, the uh, the guys that were out this week are the of interest ones. So, you mentioned Jerome Hughes. He's likely to be back next week. Harry Grant and Ryan Pappenhausen won't, though. Three to four weeks for Pappy and Grant could still miss four more weeks, which I guess is not good news for owners of him and not good news for Queensland. But, um, geez, the Storm don't look like they're missing a beat uh, without those guys. Munster uh, touch and go for Origin, I believe, as well. So, geez, they are, they're doing it tough. But, I mean, if you've got Pappenhaus and you've, you've just got to have pulled that trigger by now, there's too many good fullbacks, right? Yeah, correct. Um, yeah. yeah. It's just not... Uh, there's no point yeah, exactly. saving. I don't know what value Pappenhausen is. Um, at the moment, but yeah, having that sort of cash sitting on your sideline, um, yeah, you're better off utilizing it for a turbo or Clint Gutherson or you know, um, one of left field AJ Brimson essentially as well. Mm. 
had a good week, good week this week indeed. But yeah, the, I guess the bigger thing now is super coaching for round 13. Does it throw some buy planning into disarray? So obviously Grant, that means Marnie might be a go uh, for that Queensland hooking spot and Pappenhausen, the bench utility spot is now open. So who fills that? Is it a, a Cody Walker? Is it a Clint Gutherson? Uh, I guess we won't know for another week or so, but geez, the uh, sting. And if you had a guffer or, or someone like I, like, or somebody like that that I do, and uh, you're hoping that they're uh, holding firm for 13. But a long time in rugby league, the week. Uh, otherwise, HIAs for a few players, Frank Mollo, Cody Ramsey. Uh, talked about him on the Wednesday pod. Thought he was a decent value prop this week, but uh, unfortunately his night was called off early. Jaden Hunt and Max Fiengai uh, for the Dragons as well. Didn't get a, uh, a clean bill of health coming out of there. So nothing else I could see uh, outside. Did you pick up any other injuries outside of that, Lake? Um, no, I don't think so, um, Justin. Um, I think what you've yeah what you've just gone through there seemed to be um, what is that? It's too short. It's, it's always too short. Probably more 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 uh, people getting players getting suspended and who's going to to be missing weeks. I think. Well, let's get into that. So obviously, top of the pops, Victor Radley, four to six weeks. Did you watch this game? Incredible. Yeah, I did watch the game. Yeah, I I feel a bit sorry for um, Victor the inflictor. Um, mm. Yeah, I love the way he goes about playing a game and, yeah, clearly he has, there has to be some change in his sort of technique. But, you know, maybe the last, the, the last tackle he got uh, reported on, maybe I don't think he should have uh, been reported, mm-hmm. but that's, I guess, you know, it's hearsay. But, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's going to cause a lot of talk this week, I think, on, you know, the 360 of the world and other talkback radio stations, um, Justin. Four to six weeks. It's a bit of a stinger because a lot of uh, I know Rob Sutherland, Daily Telegraph, was pretty high on him this week. He brought him in, and unfortunately, saw him bin twice, and his own roosters, beloved roosters, go down. So, speaking of them, Angus Crichton. This one's a, a bit of a painful one for owners, but two weeks, uh, even if he pleads guilty. So that's a, a stinger. So it means his origin spot is uh, is gone if he takes yeah. that early guilty plea. So we'll need to contest that if he wants to play origin one. Uh, a few others, Chris Smith, dogs, one to two weeks. Sianna Katoa, dogs, one to two weeks. They cannot take a trick. Broncos had a big win, but uh, a couple of guys that will be sitting out. Tyson Gamble, one to two weeks. This bloke's an absolute clown. <laughs> Gets himself <laughs> binned in the final minute of the game. Scores 19 points and now sits out for, you know, a week with an early guilty plea. I guess the good thing is, if you own him like I do, that it means he can't possibly get suspended next week because he's not playing. So he should, <laughs> touch wood, play round 13. So that's all we need him for. Uh, Lodge, he's gone for a week. Moeen Hiroti, one to two weeks. Stoogs, uh, one week. And I was surprised. Did you know Josh Stoogs has never been suspended? No, I did not know that statistic. That's quite interesting. That is- yeah, there you go. He had a discount for seven years without a uh, without a charge. So there you go, Dukes. Off the field, he might be a bit of a loose cannon, but on. He seems to keep his cool. Josh Kerr for the Dragons, one to two weeks. Uh, Tamalolo, one to two weeks as well. Uh, not a good night for him. Clipping him high. And Lachlan Burr, one to two weeks. So uh, I thought those charges were pretty fair. Obviously, Victor Radley's will be much talked about so interested to see what comes out of today's games because the parrot manly game was pretty fiery so it could be some monday news coming in but sorry uh there there was i think uh, four people in total set um simbin in that game yeah, not a uh, not a not a quiet evening for the the bunker or the referee. So I uh, thought thought they did pretty well. Uh, it was a great game in the end to, to finish off. Cream rising to the top. All righty, like let's take take a quick break and then come back and do the round by or the game by games. Sure, Justin. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. 
Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. What a way to start. Cowboys 36, getting the job done just over the night. It's 20. Um, obviously, much talked about was the Taumalola and Lachlan Burr simultaneous sin binnings almost, uh, but we did... Hold firm, the Cowboys are hard to live another day. Big game for Murray Talagi. I thought he's been going from strength to strength. 145, courtesy of three tries, and uh, a lot of them were set up by Big Val, Valentine Holmes. If you look through the Cowboys, this is probably not a whole lot of super coach relevance there, but uh, Val Holmes, geez, I haven't owned him all season. I'm starting to regret that because he's uh, he's killing it at fullback these days. Yeah, he's um, yeah, he's taken a little while to... Um... Uh, come, come good, but yeah, in the last probably month, he's he's been playing some really good football, Justin. So, um, yeah, he's someone to potentially bring into your squad um, for the later part of this season. Yeah, it's good. You can get him at centre wing as well. So, I mean, that's that's handy enough because fullback is an absolute log jam. But you know, tried two assists, four goals, six line break, six line break assists. Jeez, we were carving him up. Um, and he actually got a few upgrades. So a lot of a lot of owners thought he might be getting a one or two of those stripped away. He got a few added. So the new unicorn, as he were this week. Other one for the cows, Tam Lolo, as we said, forty two points and a sin bin. So he's gone for at least a week as well. So. Was a round 14 onwards sort of target there, but I mean, I guess brings him back to the pack. As a Cowboys fan, have you enjoyed what you see from him coming back from his two hand injuries? Uh, yeah, he obviously got up for the Broncos game, and, and I think that's when he he, he posted a, just a, a ton score, and um, he looked really, really good. But um, and his obviously minutes were a lot higher than what he had been playing prior to. Um, um, doing his uh, fin- breaking his finger, so um, he's definitely on the watch list for me. Um, mm. But I, I, I honestly, I couldn't tell you what his minutes were in the game. Um, he had an hour, so he actually played a pretty decent stint because I guess he had that ten minute break, um, you know, involuntarily. But he had a ten minute break midway through the first half, so he actually got an hour out, which is. Um, which is pretty handy, and he's, yeah. he was okay. He's definitely a, person, um, a player to definitely watch, definitely. Mm. A couple of the nights that I still own, I played all three of these guys, Barnett, Watson, and Braley, easy, all 44s. So 42 minutes for Barnett, 41 for Watson. So not a huge time on the field. It seems to be Lachlan Fitzgibbon, who uh, almost turned up 93. He's the one that's come back in and stolen all the limelight from him. I'm not, uh, not enjoying it. Do you own... Uh, those, I guess, Braley, but do you own uh, Barnett and Watson? Yeah, I own Connor Watson. I had to play him um, this week. So um, uh, that was part of, yeah, I had to bring him into the starting 13 because I, I hadn't done the, the grant to um, Braden Smith trade. On, that, the that, yeah, on the beers, on the beers. Yeah, that'll do yeah. it. So, um, <laughs> but I, I don't like um, Newcastle as a team and especially when Pong is not playing, that they, they look, Terrible. So uh, I can't. I know a lot of people started with Mitch Barnett initially, and I ne- I never did. So um, which probably yeah you know probably cost me some some points there and some and some cash because I think he went up a little bit. But um, at the moment they're just really stinking it up, and I, I couldn't I don't like Braden Best. Uh, Brent, yeah, Braden Best. He's not doing you know much at all, and he's now injured. So he's yeah they're not a great team to to watch on the eye either. No. Or old Lakey's got to cop it every uh, every Wednesday. But, yeah, he's Mitch Barnett, he, he had one goal kick and then uh, gave it back to Phoenix Crossland when he was off the field who shanked him. So, I don't know. Uh, that's sort of Barnett's. That was his big saving grace when Ponga wasn't there. When Ponga's back, he takes the goal kicking. So, you know, I'm holding Barnett on till round 13. It looks yeah, like sure. pretty easy, easy trade on uh, after that. Only other one for this game that I had down was Javid Bowen. He was a pretty popular cheapie. I think fourth or fifth most traded in player and he got a 28. So kept getting cut out by Big Val, uh, going straight to Tulangi. That was paying dividends. And poor old Jarvid was caught in the middle. So unfortunate, but he'll still make some money for you. Uh, anything else from this fantastic Cowboys win, mate? Uh, no, it's good to see them have a win at home and uh, for the fans. And, uh, yeah, bring on next week.
Next week, it will be these guys here, the Warriors, 30, uh, getting the job done over the Tigers, 26, just. Uh, pretty entertaining game. A lot of enterprising attacking play from both sides. Unfortunately, the Tigers just fell short. Uh, for the Warriors, all the talk, obviously, Reese Walsh coming his way, 128 points. Uh, promoted to the starting fullback spot. So RTS has uh, not fallen on his sword, but he's very kindly gone to the coach and said, give this guy the fullback spot. He is a gun and I'm leaving. Good to see some selflessness um, in the Warriors pack and it's it's paid dividends. So 128, he was on he was on fire, this kid. Why did the Broncos give him away? I, not, I do not know. I don't know how, why they gave away Sam Walker as well. Um, don't know who else they've, they've given away, but, geez, he, he looks... Such an exciting prospect, and um, yeah, to RTS's credit, um, you know, the, the just goes to show what kind of guy he is. Just say, yeah, I'm going to play on the wing. He needs game time, and they they just look a, a different te- a different team when uh, Reese Walsh is there. Certainly do. Even last week when he turned up against Parramatta, it was his injection off the bench that ultimately sparked them to what was almost a, a good comeback. But um, yeah, again, Walsh just had the, the ball on a string. So scored a try of his own, set up a few. He's going from strength to strength. Unfortunately for Supercoach, only available at fullback. So if you wanted to downgrade someone a while ago, he's now made 130k. Will make more cash, obviously, this week with a negative 31 break even. So again, he's uh, he's absolutely flying. So Warriors fans will be delighted to see the future arriving now. For the the other guys in that side, Tohu Harris, he was probably the main one here. 71 points, just keeps chugging along. He's just a you know, model of consistency in that second row uh, spot. Another 80-minute game for him as well. Moving on to the Tigers, uh, pretty disastrous one for a lot of their cheapies. So Sean Bloor, eight points. Jo- uh, Simpkin, geez, eight points from him. And Jacob Little, he got an hour of game time but only could get 39 points. So not great returns from any of those guys. Uh, the one I want to see is Stefano Toikamano, but he's not there. So uh, do you own these guys hoping for a decent round 13 showing? Uh, I don't own any of them, no. I, I sold Ukukumano, um two weeks ago, upgraded him to Payne Haas. So, um, and that's Good when shout. He, yeah, that's when he was uh, – he wasn't getting named in the in the squad. So, um, the only player uh, – there's two players, I think, that obviously everyone talks about is Dewey. I don't think he scored that well over the weekend. No, you got a uh, what was it upgraded to forty five, right. sitting on about thirty six. So handy enough, but again, yeah, it wasn't involved, was he? No, not at all. And and Nofo played, a, you know, he got sixty six, was which is quite solid. So, um, yeah, yeah, which is yeah, which is good. He's someone obviously potentially to to look at as um, up, well, if you could get him in before round thirteen because he plays um, that uh, before the bye. But uh, um, yeah. Tigers Dane Laurie as well. Yeah, yeah. Dane Laurie killed yeah. it. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he 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 just he's justified. I nearly the Friday night beers to save me. He was on the chopping block this week, <laughs> so uh, I'm I'm glad he, I, I can keep him till 13. Plays the bye. <laughs> Weird old season from him. He's you know he got 60 odd at the start of the the season. Couple, you know 70 there, and then 119, and then you know sandwiching that there's just scores of 30s and, and 20s so you know we, we can see the game he's got he just looks a lethal player but I think the side around him is sort of letting him down not a lot of uh not a lot of go forward but geez when he's on he's on it looks like he um could potentially be a decent hold in that spot to play on matchups if you can so afford it but uh yeah Dane Laurie and Nofo good to see some nice upgrades from them uh anyone else in this game for you mate um, I own Toe Harris, so it was good to see him just pull out base again. So he's just, you know, someone, you know, if someone um, playing super coach doesn't have him, you know, hmm. you'd be looking at putting him into your side, you know, guaranteed just- 70, 80 points a game. It's exactly right. He just goes so big all the time. Like he, he- yeah, you know, when he scores a try, which he's done a couple of times this year as well, uh, pushes him up, that gets that ceiling up. But for now, anyway, he's just an absolute rock. So uh, good on anyone like yourself that's got him in. Only other one that caught my eye just now is Ben Murdoch Masilla. Brought him in a draft in two leagues, and he got thirteen points. Go to see if a sin bin. So uh, there you go. Was it a send off? I think no, a sin bin. So yeah, not good news for BMM owners. He played. He played well last week. 
I've just gonged you before we Sorry, moved. He did. He did. Don't worry, mate. We're not a professional podcast here. Uh, yeah, it's, he did go pretty well. That's why I brought him in and then you know, scoring tries and whatever. But, you know, that's such is the nature of uh, 2021 midway through the season rugby league that uh, all it is is the referee's whistle might uh, be a make or break super coach play. Sharks and Dragons, this one was a bit of a, a uh, mm, yeah, I, I don't have many superlatives for this one but it was a, it was a game so sharks <laughs> getting the job done our boy the future uh, premiership winning cowboy had townsend getting the job done 13 to 12 uh not really much going on super coach wise for the sharks for the dragons a couple of players uh had my eye on cody ramsey was one of them mentioned at the top he copped a pretty bad hia uh, that led to a sin bin as well surprise surprise he didn't make it back onto the field for the second half um looked okay the un- yeah, coincidentally for him, that uh, HIA came when he made a, a pretty good break, so broke a few tackles and, and looked okay at fullback. But fortunately, his night came to an end pretty early. Max Fiennai for the Dragons scored a couple of tries, um, might make a little bit of cash, had, a I think, a seven or an eight in the week leading up to this. So could be a handy enough downgrade option for that round 13 center wing spot. But really, other than that, Lake, is there anything you want to uh, continue talking about with this game? No, I don't. I don't personally hold any players, um, any St George players or Sharks players in my Supercoach team. So um, I watched highlights of the of the game, and yeah, it looked quite dour. Um, wouldn't have been good to watch eighty minutes of that game. No, sh- shortest ever highlight reel for the NRL. The uh, video guys would have loved it. Titans and the Dogs, another interesting game. 30-20, the Titans getting the job done at home. Uh, Not comfortably. It was a very uncomfortable win for them. I thought they uh, got off to a flyer and then let the Dogs straight back in. But for the Dogs, Luke Thompson, he has been, uh, speaking of like a Tohu Harris kind of of type, probably not uh, maybe five or ten points shy, but uh, still doing a job. 65 average leading into this game. Scored a try, nearly tunned up, uh, potentially will with updates. Have you liked what you've seen from him? Yeah, definitely, and especially um, Saturday's game, he scored the try and nearly got, yeah, he might turn up um, with hopefully with updates and he's a definite, you know, uh, he'd probably potentially be the only Bulldog that you could consider bringing into your, um, into your team because, yeah, he just has solid um, base uh, stats. Every week, not yeah. Not only does he look like Aiden Tolman, but he's playing in that um, that sort of role. Although he has a bit more of a, a bit more of an attacking flair, but again, he like Tolman might be the only dog that you want um, in yeah. in that side because the rest of them are yeah, not fantastic. Titans though do have a, a bit of love in the Supercoach world. Obviously, no Fafita and no Tyron Peachy for this game, which stung me as a Peachy owner a little bit. But uh, for them, Fodawaka, who should play Origin, one hundred nine points. That was pretty. Handy effort. Tino for Asua Malawi. Um, I binned him in week four, I think, of his four-week suspension. Uh, he's rewarded anyone that's held on with a 91. Thought he looked pretty good. Should bode well for, for Origin owners. Got to say, though, if you did hold on to him, he 431K. He had a break-even of 55 this week and scored a 90-plus. Uh, does that mean, I mean, if you've held on this long, are you just holding season? Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, uh, unless... Unless he has an injury or gets suspended um, with the new uh, tackling tackling rules, but yeah, he's yes. definitely fallen in price. Uh, he's a fallen gun, you could say. Four hundred and thirty-one k. So he shed seventy k off his uh, starting price. That will go up. Uh, still got twenty percent uh, ownership. So some of that might be some dead teams. But uh, for now, anyway, decent uh, decent sized ownership. Brian Kelly, I do own him. I think he was the one player I had in this game here. Eighty-three. So set up a couple of tries, one with a pretty handy flick pass. Um, got the ball, not in open space. He was contained relatively well, but still thought it was a nice game from Brian Kelly. AJ, uh, you said at the top as well, another fullback option. That's just, it's bloody, like just absolute flooding of super coach points coming through from these fullbacks this day and age. But AJ, uh, is he going to play Origin? Like, oh, I hadn't really thought about it, but is he our bench utility? He, yeah, he could He could be, um, JT. Yeah, I um yeah, you think he'd be picked? Yeah, I would, mm. I would think speed. One of the yep, got it all. One of the incumbents as well. I mean, that might hold him in good stead. I asked that just because uh, Dylan Edwards was scratched out of today's game. Matt Dufty uh, is is gone as well, maybe for the next couple of weeks for the Dragons. So I'm just trying to think of backup 
fullback options for that round 13 week. Um, so it's obviously a pretty profitable spot this year. So I wonder if an AJ Brimson play hasn't set the world on fire so far this season. Uh, Three-round average of 73 is found, finding a little bit of form. But, yeah, I don't know. Maybe a AJ, if he doesn't make the origin side, might be, be worth a shout. But uh, he was decent in this game anyway. Uh, just having a look. Not much really else uh, doing for this one here. Again, probably a game a lot of people want to move on from. Anything f- else from you for this? No, it's just, um, you know, the, tit- the Titans have don't seem to have any issues um, scoring points. Defensively, they, they leak a lot. Um, but, yeah, Tino would be someone to, to look at. I'm still holding for feeder. I haven't sold him. So, um, hope you know, hopefully um, that works out well for me next week um, and hope that a lot of people sold him previously. I was telling you off air, mate, I would not want to be coming up against you with a, a guy like Dave Fafita in just for, I guess, one week only before you might move him on. But, geez, it could be a, a brutal week if he gets going and he might be a little bit uh, fiery. So we'll have to watch the tackling. But, yes. geez, it's, it's going to be a yeah, interesting watch for non-owners. Everyone's joining me now. I had to ride the wave by myself. I was the non-owner, the seemingly only non-owner of uh, Dave Fafita basically all year so some people have joined me since uh, a couple of weeks ago so i look forward to to joining everyone else on the death ride train <laughs> roosters shock loss to the broncos 16 to 34 i uh, really don't know what to make of this game whether it was the referee's involvement whether the broncos were just marginally better than they have been um yeah you had albert kelly in there it was a it was a strange old night uh roosters got uh, down early and then they came back and then the broncos just Went home with it. What did you make of this one? Yeah, it was it was, it was an interesting game to watch. It, somewhat frustrating it, it, um, if you've got a, you know a few Roosters players, and um, you know I had Teddy named as captain, and initially he wasn't doing so well, and then you know in the space of ten minutes he scored you know ninety points. So um, and then went quiet for the second half. <laughs> just yeah, it's just a strange game, like. Can't, I sort of can't believe that the Roosters lost that game against Brisbane and and a, a team that has, has Albert Kelly in their in their side mm. and and Dale Copley. Like, I don't know how these players are actually getting a start. <laughs> <laughs> the Mead Copley Kelly uh, trifecta in the back line there. It's done wonders for the Broncos. They've found their formula. Good on you, Broncos fans. You deserve a deserve a win, I guess. Every now and again, um, as you said, Roosters. Well, a few of them went pretty ballistic in the first half, and then went to absolute shit afterwards. So Angus Crichton, ninety-seven, scored a try. Uh, Tedesco, I think. All nearly all ninety three of his points were set up in about maybe ten fifteen minutes that uh, uh, that burst in the first half where he was setting tries up for fun and then did nothing in the second half. Strange old game from him. Uh, Satili Tupanua, unfortunate HIA midway, cut his minutes back a little bit, but eighty eight points, uh, three line breaks. He was carving the Broncos. Up. That's the, that's the strangest thing because the the Roosters got on this roll. They looked unstoppable, and then I think the turning point almost of the game was that Sam Walker, um, who you know flopper of the week, thirteen points, threw an intercept. David Mead, you know five hundred year old David Mead, who went and scored the length of the field try like that to me was like i guess turning point and ultimately what won on the game yeah through you know through one of those magic no look 20 meter cutout yep. walls that finally um landed in the hands to the other team and i think he he threw another one late in the game and they scored at, at the death as well i think so he had an absolute shocker uh, sam walker so um Against the old club too, it's got a sting, particularly given all the talk coming into this game about how the, the Broncos let him go and all that. But um, anyway, that'll that'll happen for a young kid. Uh, another young kid on debut here, obviously much talked about as they like to do, but Joseph Suwali, 41 points from him, a line break in that game. Good to see him finally on the park. Uh, thought he was relatively well contained, did look like he's got flashes of brilliance in him, uh, goes that goes without saying. But uh, yeah, I guess a quiet start to his career. What did you make of him? Yeah, definitely same sentiment as as you, uh, JT. Um, I was surprised looking at the score. He scored forty one. I didn't think he did really anything for the whole game. So mm. I was just like, okay, well, you know, he might be someone that you might want to um, downgrade if he he's definitely going to probably play over the Origin period. Um, 
potentially. So um, he'd be someone that you could free up cash and um, for your side to bring, to definitely bring in. But he didn't look out of place in first grade. He's a big he's a big lad. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he's a lovely lad. Uh, forty one points, and yeah, I mean, I guess if you've got him at the start as well, a lot of people went early on him, basically from round one. I think he's got thirty two percent ownership, so a lot of people own him already. So saving the trade for them. Uh, the only other one I've got for the Roosters, Matic Cavallo. He was relatively well traded in this week, twenty six points. Um, could have had that ball from Sam Walker, but uh, obviously went to David Mead's hands instead. For the Bronx, Tavita Pangai, he was well involved in the whole Victor Radley saga uh copped a, a high shot that saw radley sent or binned and set up a try early he was pushing and shoving he was getting fired up i thought for sure pangai's going to the bin but uh managed a miracle and stayed on the field so good for owners good to see 85 points in 80 minutes uh tyson gamble the the other one we mentioned got himself bloody binned with 30 seconds to go that's just it's classic <laughs> classic super coach sort of stuff there hopefully uh, no one out there had to play him but geez he's not doing his cash value prospects uh much good Payne Haas uh, your boy I guess 61 points and I guess doing a job uh steady enough out there I think he played an hour of game time not uh, offloading or busting like he used to but if you I guess you're taking those scores yeah he's he's consistently putting those um, 50, 60, 70 point games uh, ahead um, every week, mate. Yeah, I, I would hope that he. It's it's funny. I don't. I he seems his minutes seem less. I I don't know why. Mm. why um, Kevy doesn't play him longer. He seems to play Matt Lodge um, longer. Um, I mm. don't know. Maybe that's maybe I'm wrong there. But um, yeah, he Payne has got an engine, so he should be playing. I, I believe 70 to 80 minutes a game, but um, he's just a really solid front rower to have in your, in your side, I, I think. Yeah, you'll lose him for origin, but come the back end, you want him in, you probably want him in your side. I think so, mate. I think a lot of people will end up with him in their side. Anyway, just for the consistency in front row, which hasn't been a pretty high scoring uh, position unless you're Isaiah Papali'i. But a guy like Payne Haas is, is doing his job and may get some upgrades there. Any other last words for this one, mate? Uh, no, hopefully it might be the Broncos' um, last win for the season. <laughs> Would love, Would absolutely love that. Shout out all our Broncos fans. Uh, you'll you'll remain on this pod for a long time with that sort of attitude, like I love it. Uh, Raiders getting the well, not getting the job done. They got the job handed to them by the Storm, thirty four to ten at home. They fell away. They led ten nil and and gave that up. So classic Raiders twenty twenty one game here. Nico Hines, I guess our boy for for this week. I he was the only trader made. I flicked Fergo to him. Well done. And, uh, yeah, thank you. One of my final, one of my only good calls for this year. 115 and uh, potential updates as well. Cruise to it because he didn't score and he didn't score last week either. He's turning up, uh, yeah, just basically handing balls off on the try line and, and kicking goals. Like, how good is this kid? Yeah, he's he's exceptional talent. And I, I'm staggered why no team have, have signed him up, you know, are looking at him, you know. Broncos, you know, should be look that you know, obviously it's been – well documented last week that they've potentially, you know, definitely looking at him. But it's crazy to think um, no one has signed him. Mm. Just gonna, a, sorry. I was just going to say the way he just took control of this game and led the side around the park, obviously inexperienced halves pairing, Cooper Johns and, and Chris Smith, I think his name is, uh, for the Storm. So they needed someone to step up um, in that back line and just thought the maturity he played with, it's it's pretty unreal. And, and it show, goes to show how good this uh, production line of the Storms is because he's, what, third choice uh, fullback after Pappy and, and maybe Munster there. So, you know, gun player and, and gun super coach, and he's gone from... Strength to strength, what a player to have for our buyers. Oh, yeah, I agree. And, um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens with, his, you know, his um, contract for next season, whether he, he will be loyal and stay with the Storm and, and only expect to be an interchange player. But he he did his no, uh, did no harm with his value after last night's game, running um, basically controlling the whole game and controlling the whole team around the park like it. He, he's someone that any team would want to want in your side. Yeah, you look around at some of the other teams in the competition and, and who they might be running around. And a guy like Nico Hines would walk oh, in uh, to yeah. a lot 
a lot of sides. Brandon Smith, another, you fucking nailed the trades, mate. Nico and Brandon, 106 points, three try assists, a couple of questionable, thought, flat passes, but, uh, you know, they go down in the score sheet nonetheless. Um, definitely showing his worth while Harry Grant's on the sideline. So great news for any owners because he's going to play uh, his preferred hooking position. So we'll play there over the buyers uh, no matter what with Grant. So good to see. And, and I guess, have you got him in at uh, second row or is he a, a hooker for you? Um, he's a, yeah, he's hooker. So yeah, he'll probably, um, Braden will start me for each week. And I've just got Connor Watson sitting there um, um, that can play reserve so yeah it was just unfortunate i brought in grant you know two or three weeks ago and then you know the of the uh the next day he was ruled out of the game and i was like oh what a waste of a trade and then mm. it's just gotten worse so he's harry grant's probably been my worst trade this year <laughs> bit of bad luck there but harry grant was was killing it but you know at least you turn it around you, you swallow the pride and you just have to move them on Sometimes rather than holding on, but uh, no, well done to any uh, Smith and Hines owners after this week. CHN for the Raiders, he was one I had my eye on because I own him. 61 points, a couple of offloads, late junkie sort of offloads. He's done okay. Uh, again, in 80 minutes, which is handy. Bailey Simonson, not uh, ideal after scoring the opening try, 41. And Josh had a car. It's absolute just peak. It's the story of his supercoach career. He goes ballistic in a couple of weeks, catches the eye, and then scores 12. So, unfortunately, just unsighted. So, anyone that might have uh, gone yeah, you know, with him, even with Origin in mind, it wasn't a great night out for him. Uh, anything else, mate, before we move on? Um, I guess not from the game, but I guess for maybe for our, our Cowboys fans, it would be good if the Cowboys can sign for Nukin for next season. Yeah, he's been talked about. I think he wants to, you know, he's in the maybe twilight of his career, yeah. wants a big money deal to see himself out. So I wouldn't be surprised, could fit that Dallas Johnson mold coming yeah. out of the storm. We did sign him a, a you know, few seasons ago, firm the defensive lineup. I think he'd be you know, a, the kind of player that a lot of sides would want, whether or not you want to break the bank for him uh, remains to be seen. But, yeah, good stuff. Uh, origin player for Nukem. Pretty shock result here in the end, 56 uh, pen. Panthers getting the job done over the Rabbitohs 12. So I didn't see this one coming at all. I know the Penrith have been absolutely killing it, but geez, I thought the Rabbitohs would have a little bit more fight in them. But such is the way Penrith are playing this year. Every popular Panther except Jerome Luai, 36, Staines, 12, and James Fisher-Harris, 48, all, of course, before updates, did well. So if you look down the list, as we said, top of the uh, list so far this Round, Nathan Cleary, 176. All the stats that you wanted to see out of him. Matt Burton, again, shocker of the week, 124. Brian Toe, this killed me. I don't own him. Do you own him? Yeah, I own Brian Toe. Uh, had him since um, round two um, after his first game. So, yeah, he's, That's why you're 10,000 spots higher than me, mate. <laughs> he's, he's unbelievable. Mm, certainly is. He had a, an early try assist and then finished with a, a try in the corner. Uh, obviously killed me as a non-owner there. But even without it, like just the runs he does and the busts and the offloads and everything, he's just so strong. And I think, uh, unfortunately for owners, he's seeing himself pretty comfortably into a Blues jersey, which is his only uh, downside, I guess. But, I mean, are, are you resigned to sort of losing him for that 13 week? Yeah, definitely. I, I think he's he would be a lock for New South Wales, and yeah, I'll uh, I'll have to play shit stains. He has one good week, <laughs> as as my best mate's sake. They call him yeah, that's his nickname. So um, you know, but saying that, he he never saw any ball today. Whereas in Magic Round last week, the ball was going his way all the time. So seems every. Alternate weeks, they change the direction of the um, flow of the ball and they go one way. So, um, But anyway, we just have to cop, cop the low hit again mm. with Charlie, but his value will go up. Um, he had a low break even, so hopefully he won't be too much. Um, I can sell him in a few weeks' time and, and have put him as an upgrade. 
Yeah, yeah, I've definitely got a, an eye on moving him on after 13. Obviously, big, as you said, big break even, negative uh, 40 something and uh, 12 points. I guess it'll get him there, but geez, not a good watch. I, I cannot pick the guy. I mean, I've, I think I've got a high score of maybe 40 or 50 out of him so far this year, every time I've played him. And I think I've sat him for all his bloody, all those big scores. But anyway, that's that's just super coach, isn't it? How fun a game. Yeah, How fun no, a game we spend our weekends doing. I play, he's been a, a starter in my center wing spot all, all season so far. So. It's oh, fun. you've ridden the the many lows and the and somewhat highs. <laughs> good, good roller coaster. Uh, elsewhere for them, as we mentioned, Fisher Harris. He had forty nine, I think, minutes. He was okay out there. A couple of offloads late. Kurt Capewell, early try for him. Good for anyone that's still holding firm. He will play Origin for the, the Maroons, so will be not will not be there for thirteen. But a good try from him, and it boosted his score to a nice seventy one. Conversely, for the Rabbitohs, their top scorer was Josh Mansell with a forty eight. Uh, not a good return to face his old club in this one, fortunately. But uh, the real surprise, uh, Damien Cook, he has fallen so far away and maybe not just in, in, in Supercoach uh, parlance, but also in NRL. He had a couple of weird, weirdly uncook-like errors today. Uh, I don't know if you saw this game, but, yeah, just spilled the ball cold late in the piece and then just knocked on from dummy half. Yeah. I don't know what to make of him. Yeah, he, he's, he seems way out of form and he's not running – the ball from dummy half, like he would, that's his characteristic and style to mm. give the bunnies go forward. And he, and he, I don't think he, he ran the ball at all today um, from dummy half. And I actually had, I had him um, in my side at the start of the season. And um, it was only like three, four weeks ago. I, I, I made the decision to cut, cut a gun and which went, went against the grain of what, you know what you all think about in supercoach terms, and I did my dough on him, and and um, I'm glad I've made that decision to get rid of him because he just yeah, he's so far away from his best form right now. I know he'll probably still be picked for Origin, but um, geez, you, New South Wales could you know, I don't know who who could play for for them in New South Wales, but geez, um, yeah, he's yeah he's not going great at all. 41 points here. Force dropout, I think, is only other uh, stat outside of tackling. So, geez, not a, not a good return from Cook. Maybe we'll look at him in the run home if the bunnies start to find uh, a little bit more form. But, geez, yeah, he'll uh, need a break over that origin, so, uh, origin period, I reckon. Cody Walker saved himself with a late try, a bit of a solo effort, bumped off a few tackles and scored. But otherwise, again, just unsighted. So Cody's thankfully got over for that try because otherwise it was a shocking score coming up. Uh, anything else from this one before we go to the last game of the round? Oh, mate, the Panthers are just, you know, let's add 11 in a row. Um, yeah. They're... When's it going to end? Grand final, maybe. Yeah, I, 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 they'll just go. I think that you could say they could go undefeated the whole year and, and, and win the grand. They're just streets ahead of everyone else right now and have been for, you know, whole season so far. It's really impressive to watch, actually. Dogs, tigers, sharks um, before they face the roosters in round 15. So, you know, could just be almost, what are we looking at, 14 and 15 in a row far out. Yeah, amazing. Oh, I'll save it for the end, boys. <laughs> Final game of the round. It was a bit of a cracker and probably the only cracker of the round. But Eels going down to Manly at home. Uh, obviously an emotional day with the passing Bob Fulton. Had the Manly boys up for this one well and truly. And Front and centre of that, as we always expect, Tommy Turbo, 155 points before updates, two try assists, three line break assists, two offloads. Uh, I think it was four, actually, four line break assists, two offloads, and uh, two line breaks. So just, again, all the stats. Um, I didn't like captaining him for the last game here, but I thought daytime game, Tommy Turbo just in such good form. He's been tonning up left, right, and centre. Back the call, and it's uh, thankfully paid off. But um, I presume, do you own him? Yeah, I did only my I sold um, uh, when Pappy went down. Um, yep. I saw I bought into Tommy, and um, yeah, I was nervous. I've had him in previous seasons, and he's done his hamstring, so I was like, "Oh God, <laughs> here we go!" But he's, man, he's as I think we said off air or at the start of the the pod that you know him watching him and you know Cleary at it and seeing Tommy in, in full flight like. Is just unbelievable, and he, him, and that side just changes manly, and they are just they're on fire at the moment. And 
my best mate, who, uh, he's an ex-Townsvillian, um, Sam, Sam Lang. Uh, he was up and about because he's a, a Manly supporter, so he's loving it right now. He's crowing. Oh, no wonder they've kicked him out of Townsville, mate, if that's who his uh, NRL allegiances lie with. Shout out, Sam. Good on you, buddy. Uh, up the Manly. I think they're into fifth or sixth, so they're flying up the they're ladder. And, you know, like, imagine this side. You watched it at the start of the season, how bad they were without Tommy Turbo. Like, they were diabolical. We were saying, like, Bulldogs and Manly would be the absolute shit fest game for the ages. Wouldn't they? They were talked about as being wooden spooners. They were zero and four, and they've just turned it all around. Like it's um, it's it's amazing. And yeah, the game the, that was their best game that I've seen in a long time played by Manly. It was really certainly really was. Uh, all the attitude, all the all the right stuff coming out from them. Uh, as we mentioned, Ruben Garrick, he was shocker of the week as well as Matt Burton, 126, courtesy of a couple of tries there. Um, elsewhere, not much doing in terms of super coach, but I guess Josh Schuster um, for Manly, he'd be one that's high up on the list for a lot of people still, if you've still got him. Um, 59, I think he had three try contributions. So if the stats guys are nice, they might take some away from Tommy Turbo as much as I hope they don't. But Josh Schuster, he was one of the uh, best players out on that field. And I think he's played something like, is it 10 games? I don't think it's even maybe that high. But uh, the way he's settled in, particularly with that Turbo combination, um Obviously, a 5-8 by trade, I think, but uh, when they're playing him at second row, he's scoring pretty handily. So uh, I don't know if you're lucky enough to, I guess, still hold him, but you'll take a 60 every day of the week yeah, uh, being I, at 5-8. I, um, I, I hold him and I, I believe um, and think he's a hold for the remainder of the season. He's Yeah, he's that good and he's a very solid player. And, you know, to think he's only 20 and he has silky, silky hands and um, – yeah, he's mainly got a really great player there. <laughs> Certainly do, and I'm very much regretting trading out him to Tyson Gamble two oh, weeks geez. ago. Yeah, that'll uh, that's what you get for chasing cash and cash. a Bronco. That uh, I deserve that. I deserve every, every bit of that. For Parramatta, Clint Gutherson, 85, uh, courtesy of a, a couple of line break assists and a try of his own, uh, fed the ball from Isaiah Papali on the line, offload uh, try assist for Papali, 77 points. So uh, interestingly enough, he, Papali and Madison copped a uh, bit of time off the field. So um, they got rotated through. Bryce Cartwright came on, stunk it up. And then they got pretty much brought immediately back on. But, uh, yeah, not, not not good stuff for anyone that owns both of them. I think we want to see them playing 80. Yeah. But it might just be the, the way forward. Yeah, it started, um, I noticed um, being at uh, the game last week, um, Papa Lili did, yeah, he, he only played like 55 or 60 minutes last week. And um, he he was one that I thought about trading out. He had a quite a yeah, high break even. But I was like, oh, no, I'll just keep him in the front row. He has... He has the dual position, and I'll just I'll just stick true for a little while and and cop you know cop the money hit and and not trade him trade him out because trades are obviously going to be precious soon. So um, I think that's the play. Hey? I think he looks just every bit of season long keeper, yeah. uh, particularly in that front row spot. I think he's just they've found a, a good one there. I don't know where this uh, burst of form has come from, but well done to the parasite for getting it out of him. But yeah, probably uh, one of the few shining lights for Parra because they were pretty ordinary. Uh, notably, Mitch Moses, flat-track bully himself, 27 points. And, uh, yeah, not great return from him. I know he's caught a few people's eye, given his 520K, had a pretty good uh, run coming in, five-round average of 76. But he went absolutely missing in this game here. So I wouldn't be pinning my hopes on him. I've actually got a stake bet. Maybe I'll ask you how do you reckon this one will go, but I've got a stake bet with Lakey on the usual uh, Wednesday pods that says Mitch Moses won't score more than 60 in the buy round. Uh, I reckon he'll go under. What do you reckon? Who they who they play? Oh, it doesn't matter, mate. He's going under. He's got the Knights. He's got the Knights. I don't really rate him as a, like, as a player. Um, yeah, like uh, they talk about him, you know, he's a gun halfback but okay compare mm. compare him to a cleary like there's no comparison chalk and cheese so yeah i think i think um your steak bet looks good mate yeah order the i feel it or the most expensive oh, thank you yeah. yeah 
Yeah, the finest uh, tavern in Ipswich because we're going. I think he and I are going out to the Ipswich Cup races together in June. So maybe we'll have a uh, post evening steak if we're still standing. So look forward to that one. No. Uh, finally, Fergo, my boy, I traded out thirty two. Uh, good to see he didn't get over the line late. Almost uh, scored, but got bundled into touch. But uh, yeah, other than that, anything else from this game, like a. Uh, no, just a really top win by Manly, and yeah, they're looking they're looking great. Um, just a shout out to Brad Parker; he's very underrated. I, I probably would never buy him for Supercoach, but geez, he's an underrated footballer. Puts his body on the line, doesn't he? I think yeah. he's uh, in that try he scored today as well. Uh, somehow miracle pickup, bit of controversy about it, but uh, all given the green light. So yeah, well done, Brad. Good to see another ranger, uh, ranger beard in the side there doing his job. Uh, brings us to the end of a, a round 11 pod. It's the first wrap we've had in, in quite a while. So um, glad to be back, actually, mate. I'm glad you've uh, been on the pod. It's great to give back to, I guess, you guys that um, so loyally listen to us despite our ramblings and rantings and oh, no, basically no. <laughs> basic unprofessionalism. Oh, I love I love the ranting and, and um, all your knowledge and um, the banner that goes on between you and the boys. And, yeah, it was, um, yeah I was super excited to, to be on tonight. And, um, yeah, I love listening to the, the pod. Um, you know, a couple of times a week when you guys do the Sunday and then obviously you do the Tuesday, uh, Tuesday team lists and, yeah, it's fantastic and you guys are a wealth of knowledge and, yeah, keep on keep on doing it. Love it, mate. Absolutely love that. Uh, all the best to you in your run to the top 1K. It sounds like at least you'll be there should, uh, well, Monday updates go your way. It sounds like they certainly will. And uh, all the best for the rest of the year, mate. I'm sure we will uh, hear from you if you are in the 1K. So best of luck, mate, and up the effing Cowboys. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, go the Cows. Give you give you your uh, yeehaw to see this one out, mate. Best yeehaw. Here you go. Yeehaw! Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.